The Agony and the Ecstasy, a good omens podfic, written by Entangled Now and read by Job. Summary A split-second decision by Aziraphale to save them both from discovery leaves Crowley experiencing something he is unprepared for. It happens so fast. Which makes no sense, because Crowley can break the whole world into the smallest slivers of time if he wants to. He can haul it to a complete stop, leaving it hanging on a moment. He can adjust his perception to drag a second out for hours, or he can watch life speed by around him. He's never lost track of the passage of time while awake and aware. But suddenly time is in pieces, time is shattered, and he no longer knows whether he's been lying in the dirt for seconds or hours. He remembers Aziraphale's voice, he remembers movement, he remembers a sudden blinding light. The rest of the memory is lost in exquisite and unbearable agony. It rolls through his corporation like a wave, leaving him raw for the sharpness that comes after. It slices into him, pulls at things that were never meant to part, peeling him open like he's some strange and hellish fruit, pieces of him carved all the way through, loosening into segments to be ripped free still him, but somehow separate and out of his reach. Holy! 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 He can hear Xerophil's voice in his bones. He can feel the battering power of it against his nerve endings. There's nowhere he can twist away from it, even if he had the strength. He can feel his very atoms ringing. I am Trothy, foulest of serpents. Crowley can hear the sound of it in the slow pump of blood at his throat. The very core of him feels struck down by the truth of it. Serpent. His whole body is embers after a conflagration, all the nerves inside him seared and blackened and etched with his oldest name. He can't remember how to breathe. The world is sparks of glory and Aziraphale. 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 Be gone from this place. Be gone from my sight. I reject you and all that you are. Crowley sobs a breath as Aziraphale's power winds through the meat of him and catches deep. He's never felt so much of the angel. He's never been gripped in his fist and squeezed and commanded. It's an agony and an ecstasy that he has no words for. Holy, holy, holy. It's been so long since he'd heard the cacophony and never in the low, deep tones of Aziraphale's voice. It's like finding a new home. Finding a home in Aziraphale and being promptly chained to the walls and nailed to the floor. 
his inner essence exposed and then stripped free, weighed and measured, his worth judged. This is where you are bound. This is where you belong. Please, please let me stay. Keep me. I'll do anything, anything. Crowley? Crowley, can you hear me? Unclean thing. Corruption loosens upon the air. Crowley's body is trembling like the earth is shifting beneath him. Every movement feels as if it's thawing him out, stretching him thin. His senses are filled with a xeraphere, his corporation sinking into the glory of him, even as the world rocks from side to side. He can feel the angel's arms around him. Unforgivable! Unredeemable crawling thing who will never know peace. Crowley gobbles a sound, tries to draw a breath through the burn of it. He feels the way Aziraphale's naked ethereal energy squeezes him in return, as if to demonstrate that he has no power of his own. He has only the power that Aziraphale allows him. He is a crawling thing, a crawling thing to be struck down at his will. Five thousand years of circling the angel, wondering at the shape of him, strangling the urge to reach out and touch. Now he's hanging in empty space, being battered by the roar of Aziraphale's glory. Crowley, please say something. I've never, I've never smoked anyone before. I'm so sorry. I tried to hold it back, but I didn't want Gabriel to suspect. Please say something. There's a sound far away that might be a song. A raw and discordant place in Crowley's excruciating and terrifying bliss. Crowley, he's gone. I'm so sorry. I never meant to. Please forgive me. Unforgivable. Dust you are, and dust you shall eat for the rest of your days. Crowley only knows he's breathing again because it feels like he's drowning. Every breath claws its way into him, forcing his lungs to move and his heart to beat. He becomes, reluctantly and painfully, a physical thing once again. There's a moment where the pain almost shades into an unwanted memory, down, down into the depths, down into fire. It almost drags him back from that precipice of glory and into the darkness. But there's a hand in his hair, the softness of it cool against the fire burn of his skin. They have touched so little over the years, and the weight of it compresses him back into the visceral and painful reality of the present. Crowley's not alone, though he's been cast down and scoured and judged unworthy to ever return. He's not alone. There's warmth in the darkness, 
and it holds him tightly. His heart is pounding, his body shivering. There's no fury here, there's no falling, there's just the angel. There's just a Xerophil, bright and sure and immovable, unchangeable, unviolable. His, mine, yours. Crowley splinters and then shatters, all the air leaving him as his body accepts its punishment. His true form, scorched and lashed and unbearably known, trembles and then unravels, bounds loosening, coils flailing open in surrender. He's never felt anything like it. It's beautiful and unbearable. It hurts, and he never wants it to stop. Aziraphale. It's a long stretch of time later when he finally opens his eyes. The world is cold and dark and still, the pain washed out of him. The first thing he sees is the overhang of the trees and Aziraphale's pale, tear-stained face. Crowley! His name sounds raw with relief. The angel doesn't seem to realize he's still stroking his hair. The prickle of it muted and strange. It's a ghost of sensation compared to the onslaught from before. I'm so very sorry. I had no choice. I know that's an awful thing to say. I'm sure there would have been another choice if I'd had a moment to think. Crowley reaches up with a trembling hand, fingers curling in Aziraphale's tunic. He pulls until his words break into nothing. I saw you. He can't say it. He doesn't have the breath yet. I felt you. I promise I will never do it again. Never. Aziraphale whispers against the scorched flesh of his cheek. It feels like a new punishment, but Crowley doesn't have the strength to weep. The end.